the Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. As a leader, what's the importance of asking your employees good questions? You know, I was just writing about this the other day. So interesting that you brought it up, Courtney. Um, One of the things that I think we don't understand as leaders is that sometimes when we dominate the airtime, we actually teach others to not participate, to not think things through, to just kind of wait for the leader, me, to make the decision to provide the input. And in that spot, then I don't really, as an employee, as the follower, I don't have to really contribute. I just have to respond to what my boss has done. And I think that's a methodology of disabling. And I think that's what happens all the time. Scott, what do you think? It's actually, if you think about it as a leader, when I'm in the moment and I hear from people really frequently that information is coming at me, things are moving so much faster now than they were a year ago or five years ago. And as a leader, you get sucked in and it's easier to just tell. Well, it's faster too, right? It's faster. It's this piece of, am I trying to be efficient or am I trying to be effective as a leader? I'm just going to say, here you go. Here's the answer. Go. If the goal is speed, but is the goal as a leader speed? I love your perspective. Is it speed? And maybe sometimes it is. So it's not saying, oh, you always have to stop and ask a question. It's really saying, what am I teaching? How am I growing this person? Because if I give you the answer, you become the answer well. That's the piece, Scott, is we oftentimes shortcut the outcome that we're looking for. The outcome, and I believe sometimes leaders don't get this, your job as a leaders to grow people, grow capacity. When you grow capacity, you grow the organization. And if as a leader, you don't have it in your head, my number one responsibility is to grow the resources I have. That is my people. You have misunderstood your job as a leader. Part of when I coach and do do leadership work, one of the things we talk about that I found uh, really helpful for leaders is work product. So we can talk about, okay, in accounting, the work product is a report or a check that we send to our vendor. You know, if I'm in HR, my work product is I make a job offer, all those things. As a leader, your work product is people, people who can perform, people who can learn, people who can satisfy the customer, all those things. People who can do more tomorrow than they could do today. So if you're not focused on producing better work product, you're missing an opportunity. That's exactly right. So this piece, someone walks into your office, Scott got a question, right? Scott, if you just answer it, then you're the encyclopedia, right? I'm coming to the well of Scott for my answers. And I am not helping that person grow. Taking the time to simply say, great question. What do you think you should do? Why does that make sense to you? If we were to follow that path, what's the outcome that's going to happen? Does that match what we think success is in this situation? That conversation is the growing conversation. Answering Telling is not the growing, it's efficiency. Yep. 
And that's the piece is we get so caught up in the fact that, quote unquote, we have so much to do that we become efficient. And we forget that a big part of our job is to grow and develop people. And that's effectiveness. And it's it's a long term, short term. Yes. I will be more efficient today, tomorrow, next week's next month. I won't I will not be. Well, and here's the other piece of that, Scott. I really don't know individuals who don't want to contribute, okay? And in this space, if I am the person that always have to answer that question, long-term, that other person's going to feel as if they're not contributing. And if they're not contributing, if they're just the my minion, I tell them what to think, how to act, how to behave, how to talk, how to walk, in that spot, that's, they're not going to be satisfied. They're not going to be engaged at, at work. You wonder why the engagement numbers haven't changed for the last 15 years? Well, part of it as a leader is I don't ask. I am efficient and I tell. And it's really about, uh, I'm, I'm going to work diligently to not be on a soapbox. We have trained people for so long to to get the answer and not think and not learn. Oh, and, Scott, that's and, the American education system. And and so s- some of that is how we parent. Some of that is education system. Some of that is how we lead. And it really is about shifting perspective and saying, should I be asking or should I be telling in this scenario? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Scott, and the other thing that I think is really frustrating, and you and I have both experienced this, we have had employees in the past where we have asked, and they will shrug their shoulders and say, I don't know. We have been in meetings where we've asked those questions, and everybody stares at us. And sometimes it's because what we have done, we have trained them to to wait, because eventually we will come up with our answer, and they don't want to disappoint us. However, sometimes it also is they've come from other bosses, other places, other organizations where they have been taught that they should not have an opinion. If they have an opinion that's different than yours, that you're going to shoot them. And so in that spot, we have to actually retrain our staff to speak up. And then we have to make it safe for them to do so. We can't ridicule them. We can't laugh at them. We can't, you know, in that spot, we have to go, tell me why you're thinking that. Walk me through that spot and help them see a broader context, even when their answer is, quote unquote, not right. Because it's scary to be wrong in front of power. It's scary to have an opinion in front of power if in the past power has used that against you. In the end. It's not so much, am I asking good questions or the right questions? Am I asking questions? Period. And am I being thoughtful about when I do? And if anyone has interacted with me, they know I ask a lot of questions. (laughs) Well, Scott, and I think that's one of the things is sometimes we don't even recognize that we are not asking. So taking the time to actually sit down and analyze your airtime analyze, are you the person that is asking the questions or providing the answer, 
right? Really look as a leader at your communication and saying, which end of the spectrum am I on? And then consciously making an effort to shift more towards asking versus telling one piece at a time, knowing that more than likely your staff is going to wait and you have to be patient enough to outweigh them. And once you start, you need to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> your staff is going to wait and you need to outweigh them, which means you need to be more uh, tenacious, more persistent than they are. They have a history of waiting and it's successful for them. You have to recognize they aren't going to make it easy on you. You need to wait them out. Sometimes, and Scott, we've done this. So why don't you go think about it and come back in an hour? You know, that's the way that's like, you're not going to let them off the hook. And that's that piece is you keep saying, I am not going to take the easy road. The easy road is to answer the question. The tough road is to actually go through the process of asking the questions, having them think it through and working through that thought pattern to help them grow, expand, you know, understand context, all those things, and add value to the organization long-term. In the end, what will be important is as a leader, when you're presented with a scenario to say, they're asking me or they, that person needs information. First thing you need to do is say, is ask yourself or assess, is this a place where I need to be asking or should I be giving the information because it's new to them? They've never experienced it before. There are going to be some situations sure. where it's like, well, I can't spend 15 minutes because they're actually on the phone with the customer at that moment. Right. Probably not the time to ask questions. Maybe time to have the follow-up conversation after. So then when it's time to ask questions, now it's asking questions and wait. I'm going to tease you just a little bit. It's also asking questions not to catch them. It's asking uh, questions. I, yeah, I don't fully agree with that, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know, because you like this thing about asking questions to catch them, to hook them. And I think it's asking questions to expand their thought patterns. Because if you're trying to catch them, to hook them, then there's no there's no safety in that. And so this is a spot, Scott. It's, it's really if, if you hook them and beat them, I agree there's no safety. If you hook them and expand them, then it's okay. <laughs> well, again, that uh, depends on what your intentions are for hooking. If it's it, is, it is. It, it is intent. Totally intent. Right? And if it's like I'm having fun catching them, no. If it is asking questions knowing that they are going to actually like get themselves in the corner and it doesn't work, that's helping them see the corner. And then how do you get out of that corner? And I do agree with that particular piece. It's just got to be careful because if it's not safe to explore, if it's not yeah, safe, no, totally. people won't come and play with you. That wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, we love answering these questions and hearing from you guys. So please reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.